Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast, where we're talking all things life, love, and leadership with a spiritual and racial justice twist. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Batuk, and I am so excited that you are here. And today is an extra, extra special episode because today marks one year since this podcast was born. The Fierce Authenticity Podcast turns one today, and it's almost exactly to the day. This episode is releasing on June 3rd of 2021, and the podcast was born on June 4th of 2020. I've been reflecting a lot over the past year and all of the healing and all of the growth and all of the wonderful guests that I've had an opportunity to have on the podcast and all of the messages that I've gotten to share with you, all of which come from not just my professional work as a relationship therapist and consultant in corporate helping organizations and leaders to get more into alignment and putting people before profits and things like that. But even from my own personal healing journey, I know that I may have shared this with you in the past and I just feel like it wants to be shared again that having a podcast has been on my heart for years and years and years. Even before my book actually launched, I knew that I was going to have a podcast. And I even recorded a few episodes years ago, and then I never did anything with it. Until last year, 2020, following the murder of Mr. George Floyd and everything that went down and how after the the murder, there were the protests uh, that a man was lynched and a black-bodied man at that was lynched on television and that this police officer was getting away with it. It was an outrage. And so as a result of that outrage, what ended up happening for me actually was that the city of San Jose, there ended up, you know, the protests were very peaceful. And of course, law enforcement came in, did what they do, and riots broke out, actually. And so the city of San Jose was put on a curfew. And it wasn't until the city of San Jose was put on a curfew that I realized I was in a trauma response. Like I literally reacted and had a trauma response on one of those evenings that San Jose was on a lockdown and it literally activated so much trauma within my body, within my mind, within my heart, within my psyche, all the things that I had pushed to the side and stuffed away because it wasn't safe to look at those things. I had been in a coaching program at that time, and I remember showing up to the class that day, actually. It was the same day that the podcast was born, and shared like just what was on my heart. And something happened when I hopped off that call. And no joke, I recorded the first six episodes. I think it was the first six episodes of the podcast, just boom, 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 boom came pouring out of me effortlessly. Apparently, I'd had a lot to say. And so these episodes just came pouring out of me. And it was one of the most 
beautiful experiences I've ever had. So I went ahead and submitted it. I was actually in a podcasting community and I'd ask, gosh, how long does it take for iTunes to pick this up? How long is it going to take? And I had been hearing, oh, anywhere from one to three weeks. So I was fully prepared to have one to three week lag by the time I submitted to the time that it went live. And lo and behold, I submitted, I uploaded. At that point, it wasn't even about perfection. I didn't even care how the episodes, you know, we didn't have custom music and I didn't have an intro and outro or any of that. And I just knew that my heart needed to share these messages. So I hit record and then I uploaded and then I hit submit and no joke. It took less than 48 hours for me to receive the email from iTunes or Apple Podcasts actually that said, congratulations, your podcast is approved and it's live. I had literally just recorded those episodes on a Tuesday and by Thursday, they were already out in the world. And I remember, I still have it here written on the whiteboard. It's not actually a whiteboard. It's a really pretty uh, picture frame and it has glass that you can write on. And I have it right here, this board. And I wrote down at 11.44 a.m. on June 5th of 2020, I wrote down, there is nothing more powerful than a woman in God's will for her. And that meant so much to me because I literally felt it in my body that, wow, when you're in alignment with what the divine is asking of you, things happen so effortlessly and so miraculously. So over the past year, as I have been recording and putting out these episodes to you week after week, because I've only taken, I think, maybe eight weeks off in the entire whole last year. And some of those were in between, like I would do eight episodes and have a week off and then eight episodes and then a week off. And then I did eight more episodes and actually took about six weeks off before I came back and did that again. And other than that, every single week had a new episode released. I was putting out all this information, not sure who was listening and who wasn't listening. I mean, my podcast statistics tell me that there are people listening from all over the world, but I wasn't sure exactly who they were. And I was literally just trusting the process that every week, this is the message that would come. Or when I sat down to record several episodes at once, it would be like, boom, 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 boom. These are the episodes that you're recording. And literally, they were divine downloads, which is why in my end credits, I thank my higher power whose divine wisdom flows through me because I, little human Sharani, could not do this on my own. This is truly the work of a higher power who's bringing these messages to you. And the thing is, I only need to be available. I need to be available to say yes, yes, dear higher power. Yes, dear God, I am here. 
I am trusting the process and I am going to be obedient. I'm going to suit up and show up and turn on this mic and open the recording software and record episode after episode as I am told to. And as I was doing that, it was wonderful because the information was flowing. It was just coming together so naturally. Although don't get me wrong, there were definitely times where I was so over it and didn't want to continue anymore just because recording and producing a podcast is exhausting. The biggest gifts I gave myself were hiring someone to help me edit. That's Diego Velasquez. Shout out to him. Having Ana Marie Olvina, my assistant, having her start doing our graphics and doing the transcription and putting them on the blog. And then inviting Bijana Sandic, who is our new show notes writer, inviting this team of support people to help me bring this podcast to life for you has been one of the greatest gifts I have given myself and that my higher power has given me because as I've grown and as I continue to be obedient, my higher power continues to bless me with the income so that I can pay my support team so that this can be sustainable for me and them in bringing this message to you. And so backing up, although I was trusting the process, I couldn't quite figure out how all of the pieces fit together. I knew I was really passionate about speaking about intergenerational trauma and epigenetics and our nervous systems and our relationships and liberation. And I could not quite figure it out because my entire identity for the last seven years has been as a relationship therapist. And my identity for much of my career has been as therapist. My degree is in social work. I have my master's in social work and I'm trained as a therapist and I couldn't understand how all of these pieces quite fit together. But I kept putting one foot in front of the other, doing the next right thing or taking the next best action, even in those moments when I was confused and couldn't figure it out. And the entire time I was simply trusting the process. About a month and a half ago, no, two months now, I was listening to a webinar with Patrice Washington, a woman whose work I have grown to know and love. Just check out her podcast, Redefining Wealth. And I've been learning from her over much of the past year as well. And I was listening on a webinar with her. I had no intention of buying her program, none at that point. And when she made her offer though, I just knew all of me said yes in that moment right away. And it didn't come from a fear-based place. It didn't come from a scarcity or lack place. I pulled out my credit card, which I actually have put away in my God box because in 2020, I fell into a survival pattern of purchasing things out of fear and lack. And so I maxed out my credit card, not going to lie. And so the credit card lives in my God box. So I had to come over here, pull that credit card out of my God box so that I could go on. And I paid for that program in 
full because she had only a few spaces left. She had opened up 30 spaces in this program, which by the way, is a program for transformational speakers. And I had been considering for at least two years that I probably need to take some sort of speaker training program. So when her offer came And when she said that she had opened 30 slots for the first 30 people who paid in full with her, one of the bonuses would be that they would get small group coaching with her. And I just knew I had to be one of those 30. Again, I was obedient to that wisdom that came through. And I had not a single cell in my body that objected. And again, it came from the energy of this was my divine wisdom guiding it and not my survival brain. And so as I was going through that program, I couldn't quite figure out. It was like my whole identity has been as a, a relationship therapist, but there's this other piece of the puzzle that is so important, and that's everything I've been learning and healing and growing and sharing on the podcast. And it was still confusing to me how these two worlds came together. How did supremacy and anti-oppression and racism, how did all of that that I had been speaking about on the podcast work together with the relationship therapy pieces? It just wasn't clicking. And then, of course, the work I was doing with my powerful women in leadership and all of that, it's just something wasn't fitting. And then within the first couple weeks of the Transformational Speaker Program with Patrice, it hit me so powerfully that the way the two pieces connect is that supremacy culture is what has created the fuckery in our relationships with ourselves, with source, and with others. And as that awareness landed for me, it was, it totally, everything started to make sense. I cannot even describe to you how much sense everything started to make. And it just, I just knew like, wow. And I I could feel it. I could feel it in my bones. I could feel it in my cells. I could feel it in my body. And the first day I recorded a video for the class, a practice video for the class with my message, like the first time I spoke it out loud, my body literally opened up and healed and released all of the stuff that had been stored in my cells for generations generations of people who had been oppressed and silenced, who couldn't share their stories, all of that started to unwind within the cells of my body and my bones and my tissues. And I knew, I knew in that moment that this, this is the work that I am called to do, to illuminate and dismantle the ways supremacy culture has impacted our relationships. And the good thing is that over the past year, episode 18.0, Relational Fuckery with James Olivia, is still in our number one slot, followed by episode 4.0, Intergenerational Trauma with Dr. B. Nilaja Green. And then thirdly, with episode 21.0, 
Whole Self Liberation with Andrea Renee Johnson. And putting all of that together, it tells me that what you want and what you are looking for is a place to come and learn about the relational fuckery and the intergenerational trauma and everything that we're storing in our cells, in our DNA, in our bones, in our muscles. And you want to know about liberation. And so here I am sharing with you and revealing where it is that we are headed next. And where that is, is illuminating all of the ways supremacy culture has gotten deep, deep, deep within our brains and our bodies and programmed us in ways that so deeply impact our relationships. And not just in that overt racism, classism, ableism, not in necessarily in those overt ways, but in those covert, sneaky, insidious ways. Like when you have judgments of other people, or when you think you know what's best for others, or when you go into the imposter syndrome of stories about how not good enough you are, or stories about how much better than someone else you are. All of those things are those sneaky, subtle, insidious, deeply, deeply programmed ways that supremacy culture has impacted us in our relationship first and foremost with ourselves and with a divine source and then in our relationships. As within, so without. And so that's why when we come back from the brief break that we're going to be taking, that's exactly what we're going to do. We are going to be illuminating and dismantling all of that that I just shared with you. So make sure you have subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you have shared the podcast with all of your friends and family members and coworkers. Make sure that you send me a DM at Sharani M. Batak on Instagram or Sharani M. Batak on LinkedIn and send me a message letting me know how these messages and how this podcast is is landing for you. I want to connect with you and bring you what it is that you are so thirsty and so hungry for. Because I know that living in the world we live in today, we are all so thirsty and so hungry for connection. And yet, as long as supremacy culture reigns in our minds, our hearts, our bodies, we will never, ever, get to experience that connection and that belonging that we so deeply desire. So with that, I'll be back after we take some time off with some fresh episodes and more powerful insights for you. I'm sending you so much love. Take really good care.
I want to take a moment to honor and acknowledge the amazing support team that helps make this podcast possible for you. Starting with Diego Velasquez, our podcast editor and the artist who created our custom music. Ana Olvina, my assistant who creates all of our beautiful graphics and the transcript for every episode, which you can find over at www.fierceauthenticity.com. Bijana Sandich, who writes our amazing show notes so well that I bet you couldn't tell it wasn't me. Jillian at Epoxy Studios, whose photography is our cover art and pretty much every other image you see of me on social media. My husband, who puts up with me when it's 11.30 p.m. on a Sunday night, and I'm like, hey, babe, I gotta record a podcast episode right now. Is that okay? And lastly, I want to acknowledge my higher power whose wisdom flows through me to bring these messages to you. I'm sending you so much love and we will be together again soon.